0: Giddy Up beginner horse lovers, this is your equine essentials toolkit to help you get started out with the core fundamentals to become sensible, confident and capable horse handlers and riders now and into the future. Let's go. Hi everyone, Deb here. This is my second Giddy Up beginners book, How to Ride a Horse, Lesson 1. Introduction to Horse Safety. Horses frighten very easily and there are a few simple rules to avoid danger around horses. Always walk, never run and avoid loud and sudden noises. They will display anger or show they are scared when their ears go back. Sometimes one ear may go back because they're listening so it is mainly when both their ears go back. They show the white part of their eye And that just means sometimes they're a little bit scared, but it's nothing to worry about. But that can differ in how much they they show it. Never walk too close to the horse's back legs as they are big animals and they can injure you if you get kicked. So be very careful and always just keep your wits about you when you're walking around horses. To avoid startling your horse, talk when you approach and always approach towards the shoulder which is pretty much the safe zone. So the front of the horse, the shoulder, that will keep you safe. Horses are great to be around. Following your safe these safety rules will just make your experience so much better. They are beautiful creatures and will respond to your firm but kind approach. So things to remember, be careful and safe, be confident and positive. Horses can sense your feelings and try their best to help you. So be firm and kind to your horse. They will respond with trust and willingness. Now an introduction to riding skills. And there are a few simple words to remember. That I, and you'll constantly hear these said in your riding lessons. Sit up straight, shoulders back. And I kind of refer to them as rabbit ears, thinking you're super tall, stretching those ears up. Heels down, the ball of your foot should be in the stirrup only, not your foot all the way through the stirrup. The, if you just keep your toe just behind your toe, the ball of your foot, so much easier to keep your heels down and so much safer. Keep your hands down. As soon as those hands come up, your horse will start misbehaving. Grip with your thighs and knees and not your ankles. So, as soon as those ankles are the only thing hanging on, your horse is going to go faster and faster and faster. So, the top of your leg, your seat, your thighs are so important for riding. And relax, don't forget to breathe. This is one of the most important things. As soon as you tense up, your horse will tense. So, when you start learning to ride, you're going to start to learn how to get on a horse, which is called mounting. You're going to learn how to hold the reins correctly and shorten them when you're riding. This is the most important thing to have control with your horse, that you know how to ride with your body and how to communicate with your reins effectively. You're going to learn how to walk, how to stop and how to turn your horse. That's the very starting point to your riding. So in review of lesson one, the safest area to approach your horse is the shoulder. And the words to remember when you are riding, can you remember what I went through? So they are your heels, your hands, and when you're turning your horse, you use your inside hand and your outside leg. That's a good thing to always remember too. Okay, so when you're turning, inside hand, outside leg. And most of all you need to relax. Something that's great to practice on at home, standing on something that gives you a leg stretch and helps you put your heels down. So if you put roll up a towel or get a brick or a wooden plank and then just stand with your toes up on that and it'll help you get that bend in your ankle to get your heels down. You can also walk around at home with practicing your hand and leg signals. So when you're turning, use your inside hand and your outside leg and practice turning that way. So just opening your hand to the side like you're opening a door or bring it back to your belly button a little bit. Then you'll move from the from knowing those basics and getting on that real horse. So once you've read this book you can go out and start to learn beginner horse riding and it's a lot of fun. And then you can move on to some more riding schools and we'll, skills <laughs> and we'll go through that in lesson two. How to ride a horse, lesson two. Introduction to horse riding skills two. Focus on walking in a circle and changing direction through a figure of eight. So if you know what an eight looks like, You'll be doing a circle one way, going through the centre, straight, changing direction, doing a circle the other way. And you keep doing circles like you're drawing a figure of eight, like you're drawing an eight with your hand. Understanding the importance of hand and leg aids is to give your horse guidance for the horse to be willing to do what you ask of them. So using your inside rein to steer the horse in the correct direction so they know where to go, using your legs to turn is the most important part of riding to ensure you don't pull too much on the horse's delicate mouth. Using your seat, your legs is so important. Gaining the balance between your hand and leg aids, that is the true art of riding. Are your hands too high? Are your hands too low? Having them just right so you've got that nice communication with your horse. And what about trotting? So understanding how to trot. What do you need to know before this? So make sure your stirrups are the right length to ensure you can rise out of the saddle so you don't bounce around. Your stirrup base is usually at the bottom of your ankle bone. So that's a good tip When standing without your heels coming up. And that's a really nice length. Having complete control of the horse before starting to trot. This is super important. So check how you're progressing with this stage. Seeing if you're ready to trot. Okay, so review of that. Draw a figure of eight. And make sure you know how to ride it in two nice circles. Remembering to keep your elbows close to your side, your hands down and your thumbs up. Well, your thumbs being the highest point, that don't have to be sticking up into the sky. The art of horse riding is the correct balance between your legs and hands. So remember to practice. This will make it so much easier when you ride. Walk around at home with something between your elbows and your back to remind you of the correct position to hold your arms and hands. So something like a broomstick or um, just even a long stick and just slide it on your back and hook your elbows around it and walk around and that will help improve your posture greatly. How to ride a horse lesson 3 introduction to horse handling moving around your horse in the safe zone so say stay close to the shoulders talk to your horse with your hands always on the body to let them know you are there walk around the hind legs to avoid the kicking zone when swapping sides so a good distance away from their hind legs. You'll see some people walk very, very close. Their hand is on the rump and they'll walk super close. So that's only when you know a horse, the horse is yours, you understand the horse, the horse understands you. But if you don't know that horse, just change sides without even being near those back legs. And then you've got to, if you go under the horse's neck, there's also a correct way of doing that as well. So you don't get bitten and they don't squash you up against a rail. So, how to brush your horse safely? There are different brushes to use. So, you have uh, usually a curry comb that you'll use, and that gets off all the dirt and the mud, all the soft part part of the horse. You'll use that in spring, they'll lose a lot of hair. So, uh, it's great for when your horse is molting. And then you'll use your soft brush, especially for fine coated horses. Your soft brush just gets rid of all those flyaway hairs and it's a nice, some horses really love that soft brush. And then you can use your curry comb to clean the soft brush as you're brushing. Uh, There's also a dandy brush, so it's a bit thicker and a bit harder bristles. That's also good for um, mud and and things that are hard to get off your horse or a really thick coated horse. And you have a male, um, and mane and tail brush, so it's usually a lot thicker and and bigger bristles so you can get through the mane. You don't normally brush the tail every day unless you've washed it and it's nice and clean because you can pull the strands of the tail uh, out very easily and your tail takes a long time to grow so it's best only doing your tail if you put detangler in it you've washed it. Okay so what about taking your horse for a lead? So you have your lead attached to your halter when you catch your horse, or you can take them for a lead when you've got their bridle on with the reins, remember to never loop the rope around your hand. So you should always fold it. And there's a picture of that in the book. So if the horse was to take off, it wouldn't wrap around your hand. You wouldn't lose a finger. Don't try to pull the horse. Like if you just pull, 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 they'll pull back. And you'll have a tug of war with your horse. As they can become quite resistant. So you've got to learn to give and take. Um, walk to the side if you can't go straight and there's a number of ways you use your body as well when you're leading a horse stay at the horse's shoulder and then walk your horse and then hopefully they're more willing if you're next to them a slight pull on the lead or moving a horse to the left to the right and that'll just help them move off their line if they're going to stand there and not move um and you want to just give them that indication. You want to move forward, sometimes just pulling. They're just, just not happy to play the game sometimes. So you need to be confident. If They'll know if you're not confident. They'll go, no, nah, I'm doing what I feel like doing. So be confident. Let them know you're the boss. Uh, stand strong. Be kind at the same time so they're willing to walk by your side. And it's amazing using your voice how much that, makes a difference by giving them a kiss or a little click make a big difference because a lot of horses are, are trained with voice commands so they're more responsive and if you can use your voice first it's a much better horse experience and then that's the beautiful thing way that we'd love to work with our horses number one using our voice first so the practice that you can do to make sure you can work on your perfection doing your figure of eights working on the art of your hand and leg aids balance stopping and moving forward to get good at being able to stop and then moving again give guidance with your hands direct them with your leg aids to move forward or to the side and then trotting getting ready for your trot practice walk walking and rising up and down out of the saddle at the walk So working on your balance before you even start trotting, the position of your hands when you're rising up and down so they're not coming up and down at the same time, and that nice balance with your legs so they're not going forward, they're not going back, and they're nice and steady and strong, pushing down towards the ground. Using your hips so you're not jumping out of the saddle. So instead of jumping off your toes into the sky, you're using your hips and your stomach. So if you can dance, you usually got a good understanding of your hips and your stomach. So that's that's pretty much the t- secret to being able to trot is really understanding how those hips move. So the, in review, you're practicing turning, control of your horse with your reins and your legs, practicing your horse handling, brushing your horse, having a connection with your horse, leading your horse, and then you want to move on to watching a horse being saddled and bridled um, because bridling is quite hard to learn. So once you've watched it, then it becomes much easier. Okay, so we'll move on to the next lesson if you've got a handle of that. How to Ride a Horse, Lesson 4. Introduction to Horse Riding Skills 3. This is where you would focus on starting to learn your trot. So turning, stopping, moving forward with complete control. Hand and leg command, your aids. Shortening and lengthening of your reins with ease. So that should be very easy by now. So then when you're going faster, you have control. Try not to let your mind wander away from horse riding, so really focus on the horse, not looking outside the arena or looking at the tree or thinking about something else. super important when you're trotting to focus on your horse and looking at the ears and thinking, what are they thinking? They might be looking at the gate, so they'll head to the gate or they'll head to the corner. So you've got to watch their ears and, and fix up what they're doing before they start to wander away. So making sure your stirrups are the right length. We ensure you can rise out of the saddle so you're not going to bounce around. Practice at the walk how to rise out of the saddle so you don't bounce. So count the beat. one, two, one, two, Up, down. Up, down. Get that rhythm with your horse. Position of your hands, making sure they're nice and still so they're not going up and down with your body balance with your legs, grip with your knees and your thighs and the top of your calf. It's kind of a whole leg feeling and that your knees are not coming off every time you, you go up and down. That will lose your balance. Watch how it's done. Really look at someone trotting. Look at the movement of the hoof beat for rising up and down. Okay, so when you're ready to trot, feel and listen to the hoof beats. Sometimes get someone to lead you, close your eyes and really feel it and be able to listen to it so you know what the speed is for the up and down movement. So when you're ready to trot, keep a strong grip with your knees, lean forward slightly, so it's just your shoulders forward just a little bit, keeping your feet nice and flat without letting your heels come up when you rise and apply pressure on the stirrup. So you're not jumping out of the saddle, just a little rise So you're balancing and you're not falling forward. If you lean off your toes and you put your shoulders too far forward, your legs will fly back. After that, you'll be probably pretty exhausted. So you might want to make sure you give yourself time to relax and breathe. It's a great stepping stone when you start learning to trot and the basics of how to trot is just so beautiful. That's when you'll deserve a well-earned rest. how to ride a horse lesson five introduction to horse handling two you're going to catch a horse in the stable and put their halter on so catching a horse in the stable is a best start before catching them in the paddock so they don't have that room to run around or or run away from you So don't forget horses have big heads, so you can't compete with them in strength. So you must use your brain to understand the horse's motives and needs, where they're going to move and keeping yourself in a safe position. So you want to learn to interpret their behaviour. Always let your horse know that you're approaching, as it could be dozing and getting a fright. So talk to them before you come into the stable. And this could cause a kick or a bite if, if they're not knowing that you're there. Their natural reaction would be a self-defence mechanism to protect themselves. Approach your horse from the front just to the side so you're not in danger of front leg striking or back leg kicking. Always be, be aware of warning signs such as their ears back or turning their rump towards you. Make sure you behave calmly, clearly and confidently. Never place yourself in a position where you can't get away or can't get out of the stable near the gate and don't sit or kneel down next to them. Once you've got your horse caught, you're going to look at putting the saddlecloth and their saddle on after you've groomed them. So the saddle cloth sits in line with the front leg. Make sure the saddlecloth is centred at the top, which is called their wither, and then it's even on both sides And then you can pretty much run a line from the front of the saddlecloth down to the front leg. You'll move around then to the right side, which is called the off side of your horse to straighten the girth, check nothing's caught up, bring your breastplate down if it's up on top of your saddle. And then go back to the near side, so the left, which is called the near side of the horse, and you're going to do up the girth on that side. The girth part of the saddle should sit just behind the front leg as well. So that's how you know if you've got your saddle far enough forward. If you lift the saddle cloth up into the, the front of the saddle, which is called the pummel, then it creates airflow under the saddle and it also pulls your saddle forward a little bit in nicely in position. Then you move back to the near side of your horse if you're not there already. And you do up the breastplate if you've got one, and then you do up the girth. So adjusting and tightening your girth, do it up slowly when you're first doing it up because it can pinch around, around near that front leg. And then they can have a tendency to bite while you're doing it up if you pinch too hard and too tight. And also if they're sensitive, they can put in a little buck if you do it up too tight as well. So you've got to get them used to that girth. Tighten it slightly, but make sure it's firm. So it's not going to fall off if they do a little shake while they're tied up. Untie your horse and take them for a walk because some of them also, they, they breathe out. So then they blow up their stomach and that makes it tighter as well. So you take them for a walk. They'll breathe normally, breathe in, and then you can tighten the girth up again. Can learn how to stretch their front legs so then it removes that pinching of the girth and then you want to check your stirrup length so you pull down the stirrups they usually rolled up and put your fingers at the very top of the buckle where the stirrups are you pull the bottom of the stirrup under your armpit and that gives you a rough in, rough indication of the length of your arm is the length of your 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 stirrup, the length of your leathers, to the base of your stirrup stirrup iron. Um, so that's a rough guide, and then when you get your on, you check it again. So putting your bridle on, ready to ride, always put the rope or the reins around the neck of your horse, so you've got control of your horse when you're putting the bridle on. So if you're putting the halter on, you'll put the lead over the neck, then you'll put the halter on. If you're putting the bridle on, you put the reins over the neck, then you will put the bridle on. And it does, then that stops the reins or the lead dangling on the ground too, for yourself to get caught up in or the horse to step into. Whatever you're putting on is the piece that goes around the neck and you put that near their ears. So if you had to grab it quickly, you'd have control of your horse. When learning um, to put the bridle on, you can undo your halter and just tie the halter back around the neck. So you take it away from the nose, tie it around the neck and they're still tied up while you're working with your bridle. The, your right hand holds the top of the bridle, which is the headpiece and the throat lash, to know the top and the bottom of your bridle, the throat lash, the long bit on your bridle is on the right on the off side of your horse. That's how you know you've got it in, in the right position. And then you put your left hand under the flat piece of the bit, and you tuck your left thumb inside the bit, so you can hold the bit with your thumb and your hand near the horse's mouth, and then your your fingers, your palm sit under the horse's mouth, but not near the opening of their mouth. It just sits under their muzzle. If you have to ask them to open their mouth, you give a little squeeze with your thumb on the side of their mouth where there's no teeth. And then you'll be doing up your nose band if they have a drop nose band and you do up the throat lash last. And there should be three fingers in between their throat and the lash. So you don't choke them and it's not too tight, it's not too loose. So I'm gonna introduce you now to riding skills four. So complete control of your horse at the trot turning and stopping with the ease practice being able to rise up and down to the correct beat with good hand and leg position so your arms and your la- your hands are low and your heels are down then you'll start to learn about diagonals which makes your horse balance and it's also much more comfortable when riding your horse in a circle so at the trot when the outside shoulder moves it lifts and goes forward, you rise, and when the outside hoof hits the ground, that's when you're sitting. So it doesn't matter what way you're going, you always look at the outside of of the circle, the outside shoulder. So you can focus on what works for you, the shoulder moving or the foot hitting the ground, based on your sense of what you can see, what you can feel, and if you can hear the hoof beat to achieve the correct diagonal. When changing direction through the center of the arena, your figure of eight, you sit two beats and this changes your diagonal. So you are sitting on the outside leg in the new direction. And after all of this, you definitely need time to relax. So keep up the good work. I'm sure you're having fun. It can be challenging. Horse riding requires a lot of patience, a lot of confidence and heaps of practice. Become a good rider, time in the saddle is the key. So have a rest and get ready for the next lesson. I hope you've enjoyed the first five lessons to how to ride a horse. It's all been about understanding the horse, communication and all about control, reins, hands, legs and how to get that trot. So getting your horse ready to ride achieving your trotting with your horse before moving to the next stage of your horse riding. I'll see you in the next episode. So check out horseridinghub.com.au, an education pathway with me, Debbie Bergermeister, which is finally a development guide for parents of beginner horse lovers to have a safer horse journey. So until next time, ride, relax and enjoy life.